the zone. Yes. Get in the, get the zone. Staring at the computer screen. Get the bear zone. Keyboard. Gotta, gotta get all grizzly. Get all grizzly uh, up in this shit. Uh, uh, my vocal exercises. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, so, um, uh. Hey everybody, welcome. You're listening to Michael and the Bear. I'm Michael. <laughs> and I'm JJ. And welcome to the show. If you've if this is your first time tuning in, this is a show that this is a show in which we talk about well, we'll, ev- we talk we'll about eventually crypto- get this spiel down quicker so we don't think about it as we say it. I don't know because I have a feeling it's gonna evolve as the show evolves. Thank you. The intro is gonna is will keep changing. Organic evolution. I've been trying to drill exactly. this into JJ's head, and we've been fighting about it forever. But I'm just like, no, no, we don't know what it is yet. Let's just let's let it organically oh. evolve. I mean, I never insisted on writing a script or anything. <laughs> it was like, you know, I just like giving JJ shit. Hey, but if you haven't yet, like us on Facebook, sub- uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, subscribe to us on uh, Podbean or iTunes or or follow us Spotify on Periscope. or check us out on 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 a eventually SoundCloud. eventually we'll get up on uh, Instagram one of these days, but uh, Snapchat us. Yeah. How about this? Make a make a an account for us on Snapchat, and we'll totally uh, not do anything with it because we don't do anything with anything. <laughs> we'll try, <laughs> except for my like once a week. We'll talk about on, it on the show on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, yeah. So, what are we talking about Our, this week? I know you wanted to talk about something. I got something later on. I always have things to talk about. But uh, I, I do want to I do want to mention that if you if this is your first time tuning in, this is the show where uh, I like to say that we ask questions that are raised by the disruption that cryptocurrency is causing. Yes. Whether they are ideological, philosophical, political, mental, whatever they may be. Mental. No, no, mental, yeah, well, these like, mental I, problems. Look, so we don't we don't really talk about the market, even though when it's a bear like this, I really want to talk about it because I hate being broke. Um, uh, it's hard. We do talk about it. We just try to. Yeah, avoid we don't. It. We don't like to talk about prices. We we like to talk about. So, the internet has had huge ramifications on every single person on the face of this planet. That just that was you know, thirty years ago. There were still people who had zero outlet to communicate with people in the world. And now pretty much every single person on the planet, outside of like those few hidden tribes in the tribes in the Amazon, like pretty much anybody can connect and can get in touch with Vice News if they want. Like if they're being attacked by some dictator or something like that. Like everybody has access to everybody else now at this point. And so we think, JJ and I think that blockchain will be the next evolution of uh, that interconnectivity, and so we get excited about it, but we also question the uh, and in in Jackson Palmer last week as our guest, and we talked about this, and we never really I realized we never said it 
but we went into the show talking about unintended consequences. Like that's what we were thinking about, and that's what we and that's yeah. what we try to think about. Um, <laughs> that show is unintended. Consequences. Yeah, yeah. We try to think <laughs> about that with cryptocurrency. Like, what are the unintended consequences of these genius ideas that people are throwing out there that they may not even fully understand what it is? And, and yeah, and if 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 blockchain is not the thing that ushers in the new technological revolution, I definitely think that it's that it's it's asking the question of whether something should and if we want that. And I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is we 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 do want we do want more autonomy in general. I think you know uh, I mean this this the last few years with like the net neutrality uh, controversy. I think. Uh, you know, woke a lot of people up to the fact that um, there's a system in place that has been giving you rules for how you can do things in your life, even though information should be free on the internet because nobody owns it. Or no, there might be people who who have rights to the information, but nobody owns that communication. You can't own communication. That's not possible. I don't think. I don't believe you can. So yeah. I mean, so it's, it's like the idea of really? owning clean, clean water. You know, it's just like you can claim it, but at the end of the day, you don't own anything on this planet. You you may be a custodian of it for a while, but yeah, the idea I of mean, ownership I, is just is very. Uh, it's kind of prosaic, and I think we're starting to butt up against the I idea ownership. of ownership right now with with IP and the internet, and you're seeing it all over the place with YouTube and. And it's hard as artists, as you know, JJ and I are artists, and we create uh, intellectual property. And for the last hundred years, I, I, artists have—that's how they made their money—was by creating this intellectual property. They call it IP. So it's creating this IP, and then ma- getting kickbacks off of that every time somebody uses it, because artists rarely—you know—artists will do one job, and that needs to last them for a year, because it's so hard to get to get jobs, and so. Now that that's kind of being stripped away and you have countries like China not respecting our IP laws and just fundamentally stealing every single artistic thing that that Americans create, it gets us into a situation of like, well, okay, we can't control China. We can't control Iran. We can't control all these different countries. So what do we do? And and can cryptocurrency potentially, not cryptocurrency, but blockchain, can blockchain fix that in some way i don't necessarily think yeah, you or, can or or, or but, distributed systems yeah. uh, is probably a better word because yeah i mean i i believe in in the ownership of ideas whether they are artistic or or design or whatever they are but i don't believe that that you can own i don't think you can own communication i don't think it's some it, to, for me to walk out and say hi to my neighbor i don't think anyone can take ownership over that yeah. and i feel like that's what the internet does is it allows you to say hi to your neighbor on the other side of the planet. And there are people trying to control that. And if that's the case, and, 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 and it can be controlled, then we need to figure out a way that we can use it without worrying about that controlling influence. And that, to me, is this new... Is, well, it's not even really new at this point, but it's, it's, what, it's, it's, the, it's the question that Bitcoin is asking. It's, it's saying, can we, have, can we have this in the hands of people rather than in the hands of... A government or an organization or a corporation or whatever it is. See, that was very so with that, that was very libertarian of you in the sense of you don't think that you can somebody can claim ownership 
by spending billions and billions and billions of their own dollars or their government's dollars to create the landlines and the fibers that travel the world and give you the ability to talk to somebody. You're not creating that ability. You can't physically say hi to somebody on the other side of the world. Somebody's spending money to, to build the infrastructure for you to allow you to do that. They're allowing you to do that. Just like Facebook is allowing you on their platform to talk to somebody on the other side of the world, you had no part in creating that. And so at what, at what point do you have ownership to talk to another person on somebody else's private platform? Well, I think that we sh- I think that nobody wants any any entity to have that ownership, and that's why the distributed systems are important because we're figuring out a way that we can have that communication without relying on somebody to have built it for us. See, I, dis- I, I disagree. I think people like ownership. I think people like having a government that protects them. I think people like having a platform that looks out for their best interest in the sense of like making sure that Russians aren't coming in and manipulating uh, U.S. elections through advertising and and creating. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about saying hi to your neighbor. No, no, but but this this you is know? all part of that. This is all part of the same inf- infrastructure, and this is this is unintended consequences. Like we don't we think like oh I just I'm just making a platform for Michael and JJ to be able to talk to each other thirty miles away from ten miles away from each other. But the unintended consequences is that is any any foreign bad actor can use that same platform and try to manipulate Michael and JJ into believing that that they sure. don't they don't agree on something or they you know or they're you know I don't know like so it's the idea of like who, so who protects us from that the person who created the platform the government that we live in you and I. Like at what point, if we don't know we're being manipulated, whose job is it to protect us from that? Well, I don't consider that ownership that people. I don't want. I don't think that people are thinking, okay, I want the government to own the communication so that they can protect me. I think. I think that's. I think that's transparency that people want, and that's another thing that, you know, these networks do is they allow us to see everything that that happens on the network. A Bitcoin sure. is a is an open and public ledger. Uh, as an example, I mean, there's there's many of these, but you can see all the transactions on it. So if we had a system that that allowed us that communi- communication, but still had the open transparency and the ability for anybody to take that system and create their own, which is hard to do. If you live in a country, for instance, with a government. The government isn't open source, and they're not saying, go ahead and take our government and go ahead and create your own because that's welcome here. I mean, it just wouldn't work. So I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I believe that we need complete anarchy um, in order for everyone to be free to say hi to their neighbors. But I'm saying that that these questions that were that are being asked are things that people are not used to hearing. I mean, especially especially if you're our generation by by my, or my generation my generation is a generation that grew up as kids without the internet and now as adults we have it and our lives are very different because of it so it's like we were kind of taught one thing growing up that the world is a certain way and that we follow these rules and and it'll you know you'll have a nice life or whatever and then now everything is kind of being flipped on its head 
And I like that. And I like that there are tough questions being asked. And I like that there's technology that's challenging what we believe. I have this, I have this, this discussion with my wife all the time, which is, is, is technology good or bad? You know? And it's like one of those things where like my, my brain kind of divides by zero if you even ask that question, because I think like, well, you can't have humanity without technology. That's like, that's like saying you, you can't, you can't have progress in humanity without technology. But my, my wife will, will see how it makes people, well, how it, how it creates more, you know, war or terror or distraught or hunger, it, it, how it creates a lot of problems in the world and how, man, things were so much simpler when we were hunters and gatherers. And, uh, lived 25 years average lifespan. <laughs> and yeah. And you know what? And that was part of life was, was, was dying at a young age and it was expected that it would happen. So how is now that you live older and you have even more, you know, ailments and diseases as you get older how, how exactly is that better other than you get to stay with your family a little bit longer i mean there's an argument there that that we were fine before yeah. that we probably suffered less depression because we were worried about other things yeah. and now that we've now that we've got all this time on our hands and we've got iphones to keep us busy all the time we're gonna be like okay yeah i'm gonna need some antidepressants too because yeah. i got because i've got anxiety and i've got anxiety because i'm stressed because i've created too many things in my life of course, like I said, my brain is like the divide by zero. I don't even know how to even conceive of of the human race without technology. Because for me, technology doesn't just mean cell phones and computers and Bitcoin. It means like everything that we do to improve our lives. That happens in almost like a in in a gen generational almost like it's part of our DNA to do these things. All right. Well, let's let's get back on topic with with uh, crypto because what's we wanted to talk about Bitcoin and um, we're on in, topic. in Iran, but also Zimbabwe and Venezuela, and but and, and this okay, is going to yeah. kind of kind of tie into what we're talking about. Um, it's totally. the idea, so like so, there, Iran's Iran's uh, the price of Bitcoin in Iran. So the price of Bitcoin right now is roughly about sixty four hundred, but in Iran it's about eighty four hundred because. Um, the Iran the Iranian fiat. I, I don't know the name of the, their dollar. I'm sorry. I should have studied and researched that um, is collapsing right now. But, you know, and JJ was like, oh, this is a big deal. And I and I texted him back earlier. It's like, well, you know, Venezuela has been collapsing. Uh, Zimbabwe was collapsing last year and this year. Russia has been collapsing for the last few years because of sanctions. No. Hold on. My point was not that Iran's currency devaluing a big deal my point was this is probably something we should talk about because this is the one two three fourth fifth maybe sixth currency that is seen that is going to see a depression or at least a recession since since bitcoin has been on the rise since cryptocurrency has been an alternative for people to invest in yeah but cryptocurrency has uh, been on, a, on an option for the last nine years technically well yeah, and and I think that you know the first the first opportunity people had to invest in Bitcoin was probably probably in when Greece their when their economy collapsed. Now probably, people probably didn't know about it. People didn't know about it in Iceland. People didn't know all, all about it all over it the was world. Very hard to buy but, also back then. But Venezuela people knew about it and they invested yeah. in it. And in Zimbabwe people tried to get it. Everybody who had a cell phone was trying to get yeah. Bitcoin. 
And and you see it even happen where the currency is fine, but there's strife in 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 the area. You know, you see it in places like we saw South Korea go crazy for cryptocurrency because there's a lot of tension uh, with with North Korea. And I don't know if that's why. I, I mean, think they just love tech in South Korea. They 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 are I, they are fanatical about technology. It, it and they I think that their culture also is really into uh, trends. I think yeah. I think they're really into like things like that, whether it's tech or not. But, but also they're I huge mean, into you gaming. Can make, they're huge into um, online ownership of, of of things, and I think that they see that being the future, and they're ju- and they're jumping on it. So I could, I could see them as a culture. Uh, being one or two steps ahead of America in that sense. Well, since Bitcoin has been an option for people who live in countries where their money is becoming worth less and less. So now it's Iran. We had Turkey. We had Zimbabwe. We had Venezuela. There's going to be another one next. But those are the big four that come to mind. And those are all... Those are all the other thing is, is... I'm someone who follows the news, and I can't follow what the value of currencies are around the world. What what the value of corn currencies? Because they're always going up and down. Some of them are 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 in a, are in recession that I don't even know about. But since since Bitcoin started to since cryptocurrency became some, something that was kind of a headline, all of a sudden it's a much bigger deal to 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 the people. To, to people who started to understand economies or started to get interested in it, started to get interested in currency, cryptocurrency, it's like something that we're paying attention to more now because there is an option. And I don't know if that's the reason why we're paying more attention to, to you know, what the value of the Iranian currency is. But it just seems to me that, I don't know, there's like now, I mean, it's not easy to get gold. When, you're, when, when your country's currency, when your country's dollar is going down the drain. Like, what do you do? You buy silver, you buy gold, you buy other foreign Just watch currencies. Fox News, they have, Those they have are really commercials high. for how to buy gold. In, in Turkey and Iran? <laughs> I know that's a joke, but I mean, like, really, like, that's, that's something you need to put your money into something that you think is going to yeah. maintain its value. It's a store of value. And that is probably the main use case for bitcoin right now is that it's a store of value i mean we've we've already seen that it's it's not yet a good currency a good transactional currency but it it can maintain and, its and value this is, and this and is right what now i wanted to push back and and jj was like are you gonna talk shit about jackson you know we want to make sure he's here to defend himself oh, i didn't say putting, that i'm putting word i'm I putting said, don't words push back in too, much, too much too much on his argument give me a break um <laughs> But, you know, it, it, it takes sometimes it takes, especially with somebody as, as intelligent as Jackson, you know, I, I, would, I don't like to necessarily just start pushing back right away without having time to think about what people say. And, and, I, and I agree with a lot of what he said about how Wall Street people are kind of ruining the underlying aspect of what Bitcoin was for. But at the same time, it's it goes back to our episode of um kill your baby or you know like your artwork you don't get to decide what your artwork is once it goes out into the into the universe like it it 
You don't get to decide yeah, what your like Frankenstein it, it, is. Yeah, other your, people your decide creation. what it's going to be. You can have the original idea, but like, and you can scream it from the rooftops over and over and over. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. But if people use it for that anyway, it's like, fuck you. We're using it for this purpose. And so, and I think, I think that the reason why Bitcoin is where it is right now isn't because, um, Bcash, what's his name? Douchebag. No. Jihan Wu? No. Bitcoin Jesus. Oh, uh, oh man. Name. Um, like, how, am I, how am I blanking on Bitcoin <laughs> Jesus' name? <laughs> how am I blanking? I think maybe we've yeah. just kind of bl- yeah. bl- blanked him out from so, our, our minds just because it yeah, was so, such so a distraction. Bitcoin didn't get as big as it is because of him. Bitcoin got as big as it was is because major billionaire players in the world saw the value in this and started investing large amounts of money and started and that really kind of got uh an unnatural pump in bitcoin and got it on everyone's radar and and i i don't think and here's the thing so if if jj and i say hey we have these rocks and we're going to start trading these and use these as currency if the government doesn't take the rocks, they're useless. Like if we can't pay our taxes, if we can't do anything with these rocks outside of me and him and a few other people, you know, buying chickens or you know, trading them for chickens or something like that, it's kind of useless outside of a barter with your friends. It needs to be accepted by the country nice. you live in for it to have any actual value in a, in the in the grand scheme of things. And I think so that's what I wanted to push back on Jackson about is I know it's kind of bad, but ultimately it's actually good for crypto because once governments start to accept it, everyone will start using it. And if everyone starts using it so wait, properly, it's going to be even more decentralized and, and the governments will have less and less control over it, even though they do accept it. So I think it's actually a good thing. So, so would simplify that idea for me because I was, I'm not sure if I okay, understood so it. So right now, as, as more and more governments are starting to acknowledge Bitcoin's existence and start talking about accepting ETFs or, and, you know, some states, some states okay. are accepting so, like, you pay your taxes in Bitcoin. You, you, you're talking about yeah. institutional yeah. money. That's what you're talking so, about. Okay. Institutional money comes along and that's, so you're, you're saying in that's Arizona good. And you don't have crypto and all of a sudden you hear that Arizona accepts, um, will let you pay your taxes in crypto and you say okay well overall the value of bitcoin over the last nine years has exponentially increased in value while the value of the u.s dollar has decreased in value over the nine over nine and if i'm in my 60s i would think well why wouldn't i put my retirement money take it out of the cash and put it in crypto and put it in bitcoin and then every year i could pay my taxes and my my state taxes to to Arizona in Bitcoin, like so more people are gonna yeah, it's gonna be Arizona's on their radar. Gonna, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna say, well, so and so accepts it, and so if somebody says, hey, can I pay you in Bitcoin, and nobody in Arizona accepts Bitcoin, including the government, you're like, no, because I can't use it for anything. But if you know the shop down the street, or you can pay your taxes in Bitcoin, or you can do all these different things that the government is now helping the state accept Bitcoin. You're like, well, sure, yeah, pay me in Bitcoin. I don't. It's like, why not? Like, because now I can actually use it for stuff. But until then, 
So once it once it reads reaches a sort of critical mass, yeah. then that would work. Uh, so, but there's nothing. I mean, especially especially a government like Arizona in this case, like the, there's no incentive for them to accept. But they do crypto for yeah, taxes. Yeah, Arizona accepts. Yeah, they you can do? pay your taxes. You can in, pay in your Bitcoin. taxes. So that's oh, what I mean. That's, but that's like so you need you that's need crazy. So you know, and that's yeah. the thing about. The, the if you don't live in the United States, that's the that's the great thing about you know fucking jackass conservatives when they're in their states' rights bullshit. But the good thing about states' rights is it allows some states to start experimenting and stuff. It allows them to dis, you know oh we're gonna we're gonna take crypto or you know we're gonna take Bitcoin we're gonna do this we're gonna do that. So you know on a on a smaller scale on things that aren't as um life-threateningly important like public education or healthcare or clean water or clean air which don't abide by uh state lines um something like bitcoin it's a great opportunity to to experiment with it to try something new okay i can get behind that however i think that when when the majority of people who are interested in cryptocurrency right now I mean, at least this summer, how many times did we hear this, like, you know, this savior institutional money is going to come along and pump the price of Bitcoin and do a billion dollars or whatever. I think that is what is like, that's getting really like, that's, that is like so many people who don't really understand. Well, you know what? Let's just say it. There are so many people who own cryptocurrency right now. Who are who consider themselves active in the community? Who say that they love the technology, that don't know a fucking thing about it? They are clueless, or maybe they know about it enough because they realized they were spending so much of their time and energy trying to trade it and make money that they felt like they needed to do something to to learn about you, you know what it was you, right? because, like. <laughs> You? Uh, well, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that I don't trade crypto. Like, I, I do. I enjoy it. But I mean, the people who, who, yeah. who make this like, yes. this is what yes. their lives are about. You know, I mean, like somebody who's got 150,000 followers on on Twitter who just shit posts all the time, who is probably a millionaire from trading crypto or whatever. That those that person's life is all about this. So for for so for the 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 droves of followers of of these, and you know, I mean, I'm, I mentioned Twitter because we're talking about you know what Jackson was talking about, and he's very prominent on Twitter. It's like you get the you get this herd mentality of like, oh, don't worry, our bags are gonna pump as soon as like the banks start investing in crypto. And it's like, wait, I yeah. thought we hated the banks. No, no, now we like, I think, like the banks I think what, again. It's like, I, and I and I understand his frustration, especially as a guy who <laughs> who tried to create something really as a joke and had it actually become reality. And and uh, you know, I. Not just a joke, but a hardcore satire. Like, uh, this well, is the reason that your idea and, is ridiculous. And here's the thing about people like Jackson. Now, I don't um, know if that's really are sometimes super smart, but can can sometimes be be slightly <laughs> separated. So, so here's the thing. So sometimes people who are too smart, no, so oh, sometimes yeah, you mean like are us? too yeah. smart for their own good, don't understand how average people think. And I think, and, and I think Jackson, oh, that's true. Jackson is so smart that sometimes he doesn't 
and, and this is just from this is ex- just just this one experience um, that sometimes he doesn't understand the the hu- human nature. And I think as an actor, as somebody who studies human nature on a daily basis, I realized <laughs> that there's so much satire in the world that average people with average IQs don't understand its satire, and they think it's true. They think it's real. They don't understand what satire is all the time, and that's why pe- and that's why people on the left get so much shit. Yeah, so- because people on the right think that right. their jokes are making fun of people on the right and making fun of dumb people, and they think they, they think that we're calling them dumb, and they don't realize it's just it's just satire, and they don't realize that it's not supposed to be meant as yeah. as truth. Well, yeah, of course. And that's an so, so that was my that was my politest so, way Jackson, of saying if you're listening Jackson, right you're too now. Smart yeah, you're on good sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, Jackson, if you're listening, your problem is that you overestimate the intelligence of what the human race of, is capable of. Human beings. We're we're not that <laughs> we're not that smart. <laughs> Most people are not going to get your your joke. Your your humor is too highbrow for the average for the average consumer. So and I and and you know and I think that's and I yeah. can see his frustration, but I think that I think this is a I think if he didn't think about it before, I hope he's thinking about it now. That if you really want to change the world, you have okay. to sometimes think in the you need to think the highest thoughts for the lowest common denominator. If it's something that's really going to change the world, and sometimes conservatives are really good at that because they they just they they feed on the on that lizard part of your brain, and you know they they just they 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 make people scared, and and that's how they and that's how they yep. change things. That was the plan all so, along. That was the that was the yeah that was the the right wing plan all along was let's let's take advantage of this this kind of this stupid this yeah this absurd this racist this this misogynistic let's take that part of of our country and like let's let's use let's leverage that to to gain more power which is really really sad like that so that that's why for us so that i mean so so back to bitcoin is that's why i think this is a good thing because i think that human nature swings drastically in both ways especially in america because we have so many different cultures so many different ethnicities so many different just viewpoints in this country and and the freedom of expression in this country that that is is a government protected right that we tend to be very reactionary and we tend to um jump to extremes in this country so we'll go far far to the right and then the left will a huge left backlash will swing way to the left then a huge right backlash and we're like we're almost never in the middle we're almost we're almost always on extremes of one side or the other so i think that you know bitcoin started as this egalitarian really you know uh, high high idea like ideal of how to change the world and then and then now it's the the fur the furthest thing from that like the complete douchebaggery of like how can i make as much money as possible and fuck over as many people as possible by making them buy high and sell low like actively trying to steal money from other people by manipulating the market that that's and then, and I think it's or gonna think go he, somewhere yeah, to, to the left yeah, again, are, or you know, like you know, yeah. to the other side eventually, and it's gonna get a little more egalitarian. And so I, I think I it's just know. like it's gonna have swings left and right, you know, or up and down. And I and I think, you know, 
people like Jackson, we got we got to convince them not to get so down on it because I don't want to I don't want to lose his brain with cryptocurrency. I don't want him to walk away from it because he's frustrated. You know, cuz I've met I've met plenty of artists who got frustrated along the way and just stopped creating art. I think if Jackson was going to walk away, he would have walked away a long time ago because he's seen he's very committed and there's a lot of people, give him credit, that they're very committed to 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 informing people. Andreas is another person who I just think like he's devoted his life to getting as many people to understand this concept without any bias really. And there are people like that. And you know, yeah, we'll try yeah, to have him on the show. It would be great to have him on the show. So. Um, but, but I also don't, I don't want to lose. Okay. Yeah. There's not uh, what, a lot of what, people who can code well enough to create a currency that can survive. And I think that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the brain power that we're going to need once once things start to take off and, and we hit a tipping point where it like 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 mass adoption. We're going to need as many people who can create good code that's safe for people to use. And I don't want to lose. Yeah, I I think that it's more important that we keep talking about it, though. I mean, there will always be great great programmers, great people who can create great things um out of software but we need people to teach why that's valuable and why we need that because yeah, we're always going to have people who push for I ethics think. and 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 i think we need to keep teaching people i think i think teaching people how to code is one thing teaching people ethics yeah. that's that's more important we're going to keep teaching people how to code we we screwed up, you know, the last twenty years by not teaching enough people how to code, and now I think we're realizing the importance. So of that's it. what I mean. Like I feel like so, we still need that. So yeah, um, we do. Yeah, do cool. you well, end quite it there? a show. That I does wear you out. We talked. We talked about yeah. Let's let's. Uh, I mean no, but we're, no, we're at forty, at 40 minutes, minutes so I because you spent ten done. minutes trying to figure we, out how to <laughs> setting up your microphone. We're only at thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> we're at 34 oh, yeah, minutes okay. i thought we were See, going for half this an hour. is this is the excitement of michael <laughs> yeah. and the bears so he, jj and i literally have no clue what we're doing we never talk about it ahead of time <laughs> or we talk about it a little bit <laughs> yeah well we come on here well yeah. we, we we had we had an agenda we talked about we talked about communication and then we talked about some foreign currencies and why bitcoin <laughs> is going to come in and save them all and uh, and then we talked about why your bags are not going to pump because Jackson because Palmer of <laughs> because you're stupid. And then we talked about how Jackson Palmer <laughs> thinks you're an idiot too. He's never going to want to come and, on the show again. <laughs> and, Jackson, oh, we love yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're right though. <laughs> um, and uh, and then we also talked about. Yeah, oh man, we just good. talked about like five different things, so we're good. I think I think that you know, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah, thank you for listening. Hey, thanks do for your listening. Radio to voice. Go ahead, do your radio I'm voice. Michael, <laughs> and that's JJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so be like sure this to like us everywhere. And uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, we're doing some. We're trying to hire an artist from Panama. Um, because we're broke and he's cheap and good. <laughs> I know. He he just try, wants to charge us twenty five dollars. We're, we're like, artists, you know. We please, need the help. And, no and money. This guy, and this guy's pretty yeah. solid. So uh, we're gonna do something cool for YouTube. 
Um, it's it's going to take a little bit of work, and if people donate to Patreon, it'll take less work, and it'll be it'll get done faster. You don't. I mean, even if you don't, if you don't, if you can't uh, donate, yes. then try to share this try to share it try to let people know about it because then if we see that we think okay we must be doing something yeah, that people want to yeah. hear and we will do more of it but uh otherwise hey, it's just doing? us going like <laughs> yeah let's keep going with this yeah sure all right well, i think, I think everything's broken well let's try market, anyway so yeah. people are just so down like they don't want to be reminded of cryptocurrency <laughs> it's like... yeah and then the few few people that are left <laughs> are insulting left and right Jackson because Palmer. we think they're morons <laughs> all the traders, all of Twitter. I actually, I recently went through and and like I used to follow a lot of traders on Twitter just because I wanted to know what people were saying. They were the only people talking about Bitcoin, and I used to follow them because I wanted would want to know what people were saying about it. And just a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what, I got, I'm gonna block all of these people, and I did. I blocked a ton of them, not because. I mean, I could have just unfollowed them, but I didn't want other friends of mine retweeting them. I didn't want to read it. Yeah. I just wanted it gone. I wanted it over with. Because even the small, the few trades that I was making, I realized that I was being influenced a little bit by what other people were saying on Twitter, and that's not <laughs> you how mean that, I want that's not to fundamentals trade right there at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is right now. That is fundamentals. Is traders talking about a coin? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we talked about this a while back. Like, that's not how like, I want. Crypto Bobby was like, he would yeah. sit there and he he he'd, he'd list these great he's one fundamentals on, he's one of guys and blah, I blah blah blah. And I was like, <laughs> dude, nobody cares about your fucking fundamentals right now. People are only trading based on the lizard brain, FOMO, fear, you know, yeah, all, all this stuff. I didn't block Crypto Bobby. Crypto Bobby's okay because he doesn't actually po- post anything about about crypto anymore. He just posts like yeah. pictures of like chicken wings and, and bacon and stuff. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that, even though I'm vegetarian. Okay, so thank you for listening, cool. and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Yes. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>